KQED. Speaking of Julia Roberts, I went to a Taylor Swift concert recently, and she was the special guest. No, mm. she wasn't. In the Bay Area, where were you? Probably on Project Runway. <laughs> probably but... on Project Runway. <laughs> probably making a TV show. Yeah, yeah probably Project being Runway. successful as a businesswoman, and I was at a Taylor Swift concert with teenagers. Hey everyone, I'm Emmanuel. I am Carly. And I'm Jamidra. And we're the hosts of The The Cooler, Cooler, your weekly dose of pop culture commentary. Our guest today is none other than Candice Cuoco from Project Runway. She is an amazing fashion designer who is also from the Bay Area. Welcome, Candice. I'm so excited to have you here. I'm excited to you be said here. Yes. I was like, yeah, hell yeah, I'll be here. I'm already there. Are you guys here? Knock, knock. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode is going to air on the eve of the reveal of who the winner is. Dun, you, dun, dun. Yes. You made it to the top three this season. <gasps> yeah. So you can tell us, friends, did you win? It's just between us. Just a tiny exclusive. That's all we want. I totally signed my soul away and (laughs) I've not spilled the beans. But I must say that I think this season, out of all of them, there were things done quite different. So it's something to be celebrated, to say the least. That was a nice dodge on the question. It was. Dodge and miss. You know, the hair didn't move. Yeah, I read the contract, so I can't tell you guys. So we're just going to assume it said, we will yank your children away from you if you tell anyone. That's a, that's almost like what it says. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, now we know. That's, that's why she's exclusive. so tight lipped. My kids are keepers, so I can't yeah. tell you guys. <laughs> I'm just fascinated with like the logistics that goes into making TV and specifically reality TV, like how the sausage gets made. It's just so interesting. Was it interesting to you before you got on board or were you like, eh, whatever? Yeah. You know, when I went and I knew that I was going on the show and it's like, you know, reality TV, reality TV. And I'm thinking, God, this is all going to be scripted. And these people are going to try and tell me what to say and how to say it, when to do it and like I'm not a very good listener I don't follow instructions very well either um but they worked so hard and they were probably the kindest people that I've ever worked with and they just want to hear what you have to say so it's like in an interview they'll ask you a question and you know a lot of the other designers they'll sit there and say well you know it was edited a certain way it's like you know nobody can edit words into your mouth so if you're saying that about somebody that's your opinion and more power to you to have one but the the producers are not like shoving words and scripts down our our throat. They they just let us do our thing. So you know the people that are crazy, they're really crazy. It seems like there is this balance between like camaraderie and competition. Yeah, and like you know, I've seen I've watched a couple seasons of Project Runway, so I know that there are some designers that can be really nasty. And I just like I, the last challenge that you guys well the last challenge that I watched, which was the um, unconventional challenge. Mm-hmm. You guys traded cards. You know, and you were, it seemed like you yeah, guys were Hallmark not trying challenge. to, you weren't trying to hoard the materials. And then the no. very first episode, when a few of you didn't have your kids, people were very nice. We all were. Or at least were. when the cameras were on, they were. Mm. Yeah, we were. And it was even, it was even more so um, off cameras and even like back, you know, in the apartments. It was, it was, uh, we all had a lot of respect for each other. And I think that we were all extremely grateful to be there. I think each one of us had a story. You know what I mean? We mm-hmm. come from a place and, you know, kudos to the people that casted this season because everyone was, well, 
for the most part, everyone was extremely kind and <laughs> almost everyone. Subtle shade. <laughs> but I could say that I took something from each and every one of them. You know, there were 16 of us that started. I don't make friends easy and I left with a few, so... That was nice. Mm. Well, yeah. actually, just going back to that nastiness that you say you've seen on previous seasons. Yeah. Like, did you get pushback from, like, friends or family or colleagues saying, hey, I'm going to do this? I mean, what, what was their reaction? Were they like, don't do it? Or supportive? Or um, Some people, a lot of people are like, you know, they might make you look different. And, you know, they, they might manipulate your character and make you look like you're this, like, really terrible person. It's like, you know, if I'm a terrible person... That's going to come out on television. If I'm a good person, that's going to come out on television. I'm completely confident in who I am as a woman, a mother, designer, friend. It's like, take me for who I am, and this is who I'm going to be. So I wasn't really worried. My daughter, though, she's the first person that I told. She's nine years old. And when I said, you know, they asked me if I wanted to audition for Project Runway, and I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to do it. I might be gone. She got right up on her tippy toes and put her finger in my face and said, if you do not do this, I'm going to be so disappointed in you. <gasps> oh, I love her. I know. I, I love thought, her. All right, sign, sealed, and deal. Mom's going. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can definitely tell from your designs and your aesthetic that you are exactly who you are. <laughs> like, usually they say, we, we're doing an anonymous runway show, but the judges probably know which ones are yours. You have a clear vision, and it's usually something with leather, yeah, a play with black. And you've said in the past that greatness comes from darkness. Can you tell us a little bit about where your fascination with darkness comes from and how you learned that lesson? Yeah. See, everyone always asks me, like, you know, why do you wear so much black? Are you goth? And I'm thinking to myself, like, I love goth, but I'm not goth. And I think that my it comes from a place of where my childhood. You know, it wasn't the greatest. Um, my parents were in a really bad addiction. Um you know, my sister and I, we kind of took care of each other, ourselves. So it comes from a very lonely, lonely place. But when you come from such a lonely place, you find yourself. And when you're left in this empty darkness and all you have is yourself, you grow really strong. I think it's a really strong place to come from because you trust in yourself and, you know, you have to find your way through it and I don't know. I think that beautiful things come from hardships. And I always say, you know, I want my designs to sell, tell a story. And when you see them, I don't want you to see them. I want you to feel them. Um, because that was a part of growing up. I always felt empty. And it's like, am I ever going to feel anything? And design, I can't stop feeling anything. I feel like life is cake now compared to what it was then. Mm -hmm. um, and Black tells a story, I think a beautiful story of um, my past and who I was and it represents who I am and I think black is like a really poetic mysterious beautiful color why not celebrate your flaws and your past if it who cares if it wasn't you know ideal and you didn't grow up in a cookie cutter surrounding yeah you know like nobody does anymore nobody yeah. does and if they do they're boring yeah it seems like you really know yourself and you've been through a lot and so I'm wondering if you, your past experiences have helped you get through what I consider to be the immense stress of Project Runway. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm stressed just watching it. The challenges and the short amount of time that you guys have to turn around creative designs. Like, in my mind, creativity is supposed to be something that you can take your time with. Yeah. And you can, like, live with for a while and reiterate. And you guys, they're like, you have a day. 
<laughs> yeah, like most people probably think like, oh, you know, it's like this beautiful process designing and you like imagine us drawing and all these like beautiful sketches and inks and we're in our, you know, glorious clothes. And it's like at the end of the night, I look like I'm like pale and my eyebrows smeared across my face. And, you know, my lipstick's on my hands and it's just, you know, it's not as glamorous as everyone thinks. It was intense. Project Runway was intense. But... Everyone always says, how did you do it? You know, like, how, mm -hmm. how did you survive? Tim Gunn even asked me that. Like, how did you even stay so calm, like, all season long? And I look at it this way. I want to be a designer for the rest of my life. And you bring me into this situation where I wake up, they feed me, they they take me places. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm provided this giant space, the materials, everything. You give me inspiration. And I have to design one garment in a day. That's it. And I don't have to pay bills or, you know, you're you, like feed myself. I don't have to look after anybody. Like it felt like heaven for me. When like, you put I'm it like dream. that, I'm living I the go dream. On like, runway. And then you, you, your garment walks down a runway. It's shared with all of America and critiqued by people that you would just die to speak one word to or take a glance in real life at. You know, Zach Posen, Nina Garcia, Heidi Klum, Tim Gunn. Like these are pros. It's just, how yeah. could you, comp I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking like when they're like, oh, so hard. What? <laughs> you are living the dream, sister. Wake up. Yeah. So I just had to, I guess I just stayed in that mind frame. So getting to like seeing all of these huge titans in the industry in front of you, there was one moment where Nina said something, I think, to Kelly. Kelly, I'm very proud of you. And yeah. I cried just because I can imagine what it would be like to hear that from someone you've looked up to for your whole life. And I'm sure it was like that for you as well. Yeah, and can we just, like, take a moment to talk about Kelly Dempsey? Oh, my she God. She is Ooh. probably the sweetest, like, pure, untainted soul mm -hmm. I've ever met in my life. Her and Marlene were just the kindest people. And Kelly's evolution on the show was just amazing. Just yeah. to watch mm -hmm. her. She took everything to heart. And hearing something like that from Nina Garcia, because she's so real, like, mm -hmm. Nina will tell you how it is. Oh, Nina tells it. She does not play. And if she really doesn't like it, she just won't tell you anything. <laughs> so to hear her say something like, I'm proud of you, or this is breathtaking, this is beautiful, it kind of knocks you back a little bit because you know it's real coming from her. Yeah. And Kelly deserved that. Yeah, we should go to karaoke with Kelly. Ooh, oh, yeah. she tried to get me into karaoke. I've never mm -hmm. been to karaoke. Really? Oh, that's oh, what we talked about earlier. At me. <laughs> I said, you seem like such a fearless person. I can't believe you haven't done it. And she said, I am fearless, but I just haven't done it. So we should all go. Can anybody sing? I can't sing, but I'll still sing. Emmanuel can sing. He can sing. Stop it. He can, can be sing. Like a backup singer and dancer. You just let the sure. hair. Tell them, Emmanuel. Tell them what you sang. Last time I sang George Michael, father figure. <gasps> Tears in the eyes of all watching. <laughs> Stop it. Emotional and real. Can we get like a snippet? I will be your father. I will be your. Whoa. 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 I'll yes. be your daddy. Whoa. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'm loving it. That was great. Now Ooh. imagine him clutching a margarita in a plastic cup. Yes. Because glass it. is not allowed in the establishment. No. See, I don't see it. I feel it. Mm -hmm. I feel yeah. Just like your designs. Yeah, people feel. feel my song choices and expression <laughs> through my voice. Long story short, we're taking you to karaoke and that's yeah. decided. Speaking Date. of singers, <gasps> on a recent episode, Mel B, Jaw -dropping. Scary Spice, said, I want to wear that, oh meaning one of your dresses. Has she followed up? 
Yes. Yes. Yeah. The dress is being made. And immediately after that, now you have to understand, like in TV land or on Project Runway, we are cut off from the world. We're not allowed to talk to anybody, do anything, anything like that. Right after that episode, they took me to her trailer. Can I tell you, she's like the coolest woman in the world. And her waist is, you can't even see it. (laughs) How many kids have you had? She's had a lot. And it's like, And she's so fabulous. Yeah. And she's Fierce. Yeah. Oh my God. We were talking about tattoos and like naked runners and Beverly Hills and all kinds of crazy stuff. She is so sweet. Measured her. It's being made and she's going to wear it. You are living the dream. Living the yeah. dream. Coming from like Spice Girls number one fan. Habit, <laughs> could you imagine me with like Scary Spice wig on? Because I'm telling you, at like even at 9, 10, 11, 12 years old, put it on. My sister and I would rock out in our living room yes i could tell from the interview portion that they used after she said that she wanted your dress and you were like just to have one of your idols say that and i'm like okay a spice girls fan i see you (laughs) i see you i I am so guilty and not even you know i like dancing you like zigga zigaing and (laughs) all that yeah Mm, bob all right curveball fierce moms i know that you're a mom yes and i'm a mom also um, and I really want to know, because this is something that I'm still trying to figure out, how are you balancing living the dream and motherhood? I had my daughter young, and the one thing that I learned at a young age is not being involved in my mother's life. I wanted my daughter to feel like she was part of my life, and not that it was separate, not that it was like, oh, I have to come home, and I have to feed you dinner. No, we're going to like live life together. Mm. Um, and the same thing with my son. So it's like, at the age of one, my son would sit on my lap and sew on the sewing machine, and they'll cut things. And even if they can't cut things in the studio that day, they're cutting paper. It's just, I incorporate them into my life. I don't have a separate life. And be okay with failing or you know, getting up and not having your hair done or like, you know, like, <laughs> um, you know, like I left my diaper bag on the roof of my car one time. It was just, I was a mess, but I tried to get in the habit of not making myself feel bad. Don't feel bad because you're not going to the gym. Don't feel bad because you can't get to all the mom groups in the world. Um, oh, and there are so many mom groups. Man, it's like, you know, or like, don't feel bad because you can't bake cookies for, you know, the 50th class event. It's just be there, communicate with your children, like be with your kids. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about anybody else has to say. It's just you really just have to be strong within yourself, I think. So I'm wondering, out of TV, movies, you know, pop culture in general, do you have a fashion icon that you look up to and that inspires you? Yes. Oh, my God, yes. Hands down, Julia Roberts. Wow. Mm. I know. I'm surprised. Listen, and the reason being, the vein (laughs) that pops out of that woman's head when she laughs hard and real (laughs) is the most adorable thing ever. And, like, back in the day, her big red curly hair and her big teeth, and she's just always, like, long and classic, and she's just herself. Mm -hmm. Um, And Angelina Jolie, because... She was mm. a massive rebel with the cause, wreck, just herself. And she's just evolved into this wonderful woman, mother, partner. I don't know. I just have so much respect for her. It's like when I grow up, I want to be like Angelina Jolie and Julia Roberts. <laughs> like times a million. Um, a hybrid of the two, perhaps. Yeah. Maybe I'll have curly hair soon. Speaking of Julia Roberts, I went to a Taylor Swift concert recently and she was the special guest. No, mm. she wasn't. In the Bay Area, where were you? 
Probably on Project Runway. <laughs> probably <but>. on Project <laughs> Runway. Probably making a TV show. Yeah, yeah probably being Runway. successful as a businesswoman, and I was at a Taylor Swift concert with teenagers. But No shame. I'm still jealous. <laughs> and so does that mean that's like your fashion favorite icon, Taylor no, Swift? No, she's not. She's Although cool I do, though. I do awesome, have a... Right? She's awesome. I have a pair of Keds by her. <laughs> oh, really? They are for girls, but I don't care. Whatever. Oh, you could rock it. Yeah. Who cares? I didn't Unisex. know she designed Keds. Neither did I. My daughter's going to love this. Yeah. yeah. That's they a have, fact. They have polka dot shoelaces. Yeah. Shocked. If you could see my face. <laughs> so <laughs> my, my fashion icon. Okay, I have three because you did two, so I'm going to cheat mm-hmm. as well. Ugh. He's trying to one-up me. Number one, anything Northwest wears. <laughs> Have you seen this child? Oh, yes. Every time she walks out the door, I'm just like, whoa. Fabulous. Adorable. She dresses herself, I hear. No, she doesn't. No, Kanye. Right now. Kanye has designs and sketches for her. No, their publicist dresses says she dresses herself. Yeah. Does yeah. she point at things on the iPad and say that one? That one. Yeah. <laughs> so she racked up that bill. <laughs> Those leather black pants, please. My second one is... Clarissa of Clarissa Explains It All. Adorable. For the people who don't know the show, which was on Nickelodeon, it was like mixing prints, like polka dot leggings with a striped oversized men's button up, a lopsided ponytail with a scrunchie in it that's like lime green, and combat boots and like a vest with like a button on it. I just loved how rebellious she was. I also loved that her neighbor would like prop a ladder against her window and come in and no one had an issue with that. She is a trendsetter. She's a trendsetter. These no days the police would be called so yeah. fast. What's going on over there? <laughs> See, that's confidence though. Yes. Yeah. That is definitely confidence. I used to think that, you know, all these tricks and everything like that and, you know, you have to be like very strong and sexy and elegant and bold. Like that was confident. No, no, no. Sometimes just like being you, things that don't make sense yeah. and just standing behind it, that's confidence. Yeah, so I'll have to say I might agree with that. <laughs> Emmanuel, you're also not mentioning that you have a denim jacket with the words Clarissa Explains exactly. It All. Stop it. Yes, Sewn does. into the back. Yeah. My sister found it for me in a thrift store on the East Coast and s- sent me a photo that said, do you want this? And I, t- I was a little lagging in responding and I said oh my god you better have gotten that and she was like of course it was like <laughs> it was a rhetorical question your name so on the basically other side it of does it. <laughs> um yeah when I go out with it on people like I search on Instagram hashtag Clarissa explains it all and my photos everywhere people can't Stop handle it, it. Mm. conversation starter and okay. someone almost mugged me over at one time <laughs> wait a minute hold on <laughs> can you please elaborate <laughs> I need that story yeah Short story, I was walking down the street. Two people walked up to me and said, hey, I love your jacket. And I was like, yeah, it's really cool. I love that show. And then they said, how much? And I said, it's priceless. And they said, what if we just took it from you? (gasps) It was like awkward. And I was like, I wouldn't let you. (laughs) Yeah, Do I get to fight back right now? And then I just like, I just like kept walking. And I was like, all right, they're going to hit me now. No, run. I didn't run, and and they. I I guess they didn't like it enough. I have to say that (laughs) when I think about getting jacked for clothing, I don't really think of people jacking for Clarissa. Clarissa. (laughs) jackets. That's how deep '90s nostalgia goes. Well, I'm also guessing that these, you know, would-be muggers had to get back to uh, middle school before the bell rang. Hey, hey, hey! (laughs) These were adults. They're jealous. In order to have seen Clarissa, they have to be of a certain age. Exactly. So. My final pick mm-hmm. is my ultimate. Her name is Little Edie from Grey Gardens. Have you guys seen this documentary? Mm-mm. I haven't. Okay, let me paint you We're a not picture. Life. It's a documentary featuring 
the cousins who were hidden away of Jackie O. She was embarrassed of them. So it's a mother and daughter who live in this crumbling mansion full of cats and raccoons, and it's condemned by uh, the Hamptons or wherever they live. What? what? Yes. I'm sorry. And cameras were filming. It was like the first reality show, basically, and, and they're like feeding the raccoons. She just takes a whole bag of, like, kibble and puts it on the ground and leaves the room. Like, they were a little individualistic in the way they live their lives. It's very nice of you to say. But <laughs> she she also was known for her headscarves because she had alopecia. And she just the way she layered things, and she always thought of things as costumes. And so I'm going to read you a quote. Actually, we're just going to listen to it. She says it better. This is the best thing to wear for the day. You understand. Yeah. Because I don't like women in skirts. And the best thing is to wear pantyhose or some pants under a short skirt, I think. Then you have the pants under the skirt, and then you can pull the stockings up over the pants underneath the skirt. Mm -hmm. And you can always take off the skirt and use it as a cape. So I think this is the best costume for the day. Okay. (laughs) I have to think these things up, you know. Mother wanted me to come out in a kimono, so we had quite a fight. And then right after she says that, she randomly just turns around and walks into a bush and disappears. Stop. Oh. Can I live this girl's life? She's like feeding raccoons kibble. Yep. Throwing on capes. capes. That's a skirt. <laughs> That's innovative. That is, you used the word innovative. I'm agreeing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I think that the person I most wanted to emulate when I was a kid was probably Lisa Turtle from Saved by the Bell. Ooh. Because I thought she was like fly and fabulous. And yeah. she always had the ponytails and she was just rocking it. But recently, I cannot, since we brought up fashion, leave without bringing up this documentary that I watched the other night called Iris. <gasps> seen it girl can I be her when I'm I, now can I be her now I'm not even <laughs> then can I please be this woman now so you guys there's this woman there is a woman an icon her name is Iris Atfield oh. mm-hmm. um, I've seen her before I didn't know her name I didn't know much about her I just knew that she was like fabulous but you she, felt her I felt her That's right, so she yeah. is dubbed the geriatric starlet She's in her 90s, and she is just flawless. She knows how to mix and match patterns. Um, She knows how to mix mix and match accessories. And she just proves that age doesn't have to sort of keep you from being cool or define you from being fashionable. Like, she's just, she's she's it. She's all that. Carly, do you have a fashion icon from TV or movies? Winona Ryder. (laughs) That's Mm. it. Um, Prime era Beetlejuice. Um, but possibly going through to Edward Scissorhands and then kind of peaking with reality bites and then down into that film with Richard Gere, whose title I can't remember. So Autumn in New York? Autumn in Ew, New York. Don't Look bring that up. <laughs> I'm a big Winona fan. I actually, when I Her think bangs. about your designs and like just the way you look in, in real life and also on TV, um, Winona Ryder, like, 1995 when she was dating Johnny Depp yes. where she had the strong mm-hmm. eyebrows okay strong that. hair yeah, bring it yep. I like it and she's holding the suitcase that says stegosaurus on it I have one as well I found it, it online can I shop in your closet mm-hmm. sure and can, can we, we go just go we, can, we need to do a podcast in your closet <laughs> sure can we just do that we can't all fit in there can I be like, and I'm can... not getting back in the closet I'm just saying that <laughs> Those we guys can leave gone. the door open the door needs to stay open <laughs> on this one that is totally fine <sighs> I can't let you leave without asking you about one of my idols. I am one degree of separation away from Tim Gunn. (laughs) (laughs) Kindest man in the world. Oh, my gosh. I was going to say, tell us something about Tim Gunn that we don't know as as viewers. 
He, I can't because he is so transparent. I can tell you because what everyone doesn't see is what happens off camera. He's even sweeter and more sincere off camera than mm. he is on camera. And he truly cares. Like, you know, if you, you look like you're a little bit out of it or something, he'll walk up and say, hey, are you okay? And, you know, even after the show, he's willing to stay in touch with you. Like, he, it, when he says he's a mentor, he is serious. Like, he wants to continue to mentor you so much knowledge and taste i mean they need mm. to duplicate him several somehow. times yes. yeah working on it i want one in my pocket yeah his his genuine spirit really comes out during those home visits where he's like happy to see you guys mm -hmm. after a month mm -hmm. and like so warm i would love for him to follow me around and be like i'm, I'm troubled by what you're doing right now <laughs> With, with the fingers on the chin. This? Yeah. Can we talk <laughs> about this for and a And Tim, if you're listening, Make It Work has been my email signature line since 2010. That's that true. Has. That that's true. That's 100% true. <laughs> he, he's just so supportive. And I'm telling you, he probably is listening because he's just, he stays in touch with everyone. You hear that, Tim? We want you to be here now. Yeah. Come to we're the show, Tim. And if, <laughs> if you were here, I would sing Father Figure to you in your honor. Stop <laughs> He might sing it with you. Like, Tim is just legit the best man ever. He's down to go to Red Lobster, et cetera. Tim, tweet will. us. Yeah. Yeah. At KQED Pop. So we end every episode with a song that we just ride out on. Do you have one for us? Uh, who Runs the World? Girls. Girls. Yes. I'm sorry. In my car, I'm like, you know, doing this like bebop bob. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking like I'm Beyonce. We all do that. I was going to say. We're all we Beyonce all in the car, that. the shower. Yeah, like, all of us are Beyonce. All hail the queen. <laughs> it's like shower, car, yes. walk in. It's my like, life song. My daughter's telling me to be quiet song. It's all of it. <laughs> She's so embarrassed. And now yeah. it's the podcast song. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let's listen. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, this was really fun. Having me. You guys are awesome. Good luck on the finale. Thank you. You probably don't need it, but but we'll no be watching. For you. Thank you for having me. Avita Sun. <laughs> <laughs> she did it. So we have a couple people that we would be remiss not to thank. Starting with Susie Racho in the booth. Yay. And David Marcus, our podcast daddy. Yes. And our theme music which you heard at the beginning of the episode, is by Carolyn Pennypacker-Riggs. She's awesome. You mm -hmm. should check her out. She's in a band called Bouquet. Catch us next week. We'll be back next Thursday. See ya. See ya.